1: Welcome back to the John Clay Podcast. I'm John Clay, sports columnist with the and Leader and Kentucky.com. On today's podcast... We are going to preview the Kentucky State High School Athletic Association Football Championships this weekend at Kroger Field on Friday and Saturday. Uh, Six classes, six games uh, matching the top teams in the state in those respective classes beginning Friday at Kroger Field. It'll be three games on Friday, three games on Saturday. And to preview those games, my guest is Jared Peck, who covers high school sports for the Lexington Herald Leader and Kentucky.com and does a great job. We're going to go through Each individual class and talk about the championship matchup. And Jared's going to give us his feelings about the matchup and who might have the advantage in those games. And so, without any further ado, let's get right to it with Jared Peck of the Herald Leader and Kentucky.com. Okay, my guest on the podcast is Jared Peck, the high school writer for the Lexington Herald Leader and Kentucky.com. How's it going, Jared? It's going great. Thanks for uh, having me on. Well, thanks for coming on. Uh, It's a big weekend for Kentucky. Uh, high school football. It is the state championship starting Friday at Kroger Field. We're going to preview all six classes. But first, let me ask you, What how, the season as a whole, uh, high school football coming off of COVID last year with so much uncertainty and so forth. Last year, was it pretty smooth this year, or how was it overall?
0: It was pretty smooth this year. Uh, there were a few games canceled early on, um, but... The KHSAA said that if you got vaccinated, if you tested positive for COVID and you were vaccinated, you could continue to play. So that affected some things and and entire teams weren't getting shut down because of a COVID case. Uh, What happened was if they were unvaccinated and there were a bunch of unvaccinated players on the team, then they would have to shut down. But if there were plenty of vaccinated players on the team, they could keep playing Um, and they would have to maybe just set out three or four kids. Who were close contacts. So that allowed a lot of teams to to keep playing, and then maybe only a few kids had to sit out for the 10 days or whatever. Um, So it made for a much smoother season.
1: That's good. That's good. Um, Any surprises in the playoffs? I guess when we get through the go through each classes, but anybody that was really supposed to make it that are not make it to the championship game did not make it.
0: Christian Academy Louisville got upset by Paducah Tillman, who entered the playoffs as a under-500 team. Wow. Um, Paducah Tillman uh, stunned them at uh, Christian Academy Louisville. Uh, Louis- Christian Academy Louisville had been beating people handily. Uh, they'd only lost to Lexington Christian, Alex and Lexington Christian beats a lot of teams. Uh, but Paducah Tillman has been able to figure something out uh, in the last few weeks of the season, and uh, they've been on the underdog. They've been the underdog in the district finals, the region finals, and the semifinals, and they won all three games. Um, so they've, you know, this new coach down there, uh, Sean Thompson, and he's uh, he's got them playing down in the Blue Tornado. Are uh, coming, so the three A is really interesting when we get to it.
1: <laughs> okay, well, let's start with the classes. We're going to go through uh, the schedule. Uh, through each game uh, so we won't go exactly in the order of one through six because the schedule is a little different uh, but uh, let's start with the 1a class 1a that game is on friday correct
0: it is a friday at noon noon kickoff between pikeville and russellville this is a game that uh, was played in uh, 1987 was the last time these two teams played they're both <laughs> nicknamed panthers one of them is in uh, black and gold. That's Russellville. And one of them is maroon and white. Uh, the coach of Pikeville, uh, Chris McNamee was actually a player on the, uh, the earlier, uh, championship, uh, team in Pikeville. It was one of their uh, greatest ever teams back then. They were just rolling over people and they won that uh, championship game. And uh, he was a Mr. Football candidate that year. Now his son at Pikeville, uh, Chris, uh Isaac McNamee, um, is the quarterback and uh, they played, they won the championship with them uh, two years ago. Uh, Isaac McNamee was the quarterback then he threw for something like 200 yards and and three TDs. And Isaac McNamee as a sophomore was the MVP of uh, the state championship game two years ago. They, they got upset last year by hazard, uh, but they're back this year. They've only lost to LCA. And as I said, LCA beats a lot of teams and they lost to a a class six, a team. Uh, But uh, they've got a really big offensive line. Uh, They've got a a running back, a junior running back, Blake Birchfield, who has uh, crossed 2,000 yards for a season. That's pretty good. Uh, Zach Lockhart has set a uh, – he has the all-time TD catches in a game, which he did against Henry Clay last year. He's a good right receiver. He's uh, over 700 yards receiving with – 11 TDs, and uh, they're playing a Russellville team that, you know, as a Western Kentucky team, you know, it's past Bowling Green for us, so we don't know much about them. But uh, they have a 1,300-yard rusher in Javari Gamble. Uh, they pass it pretty well, too, with a quarterback, Lennon Reese, who's over two, 1,200 yards and 18 touchdowns um, before last week's game, so he's got to be over that a little bit more this week. Um, you know, they have beaten us. Some pretty good, pretty good teams to get here, and uh, they were they were number one in the RPI uh, in the class. So they're the they're the home seed. They go to wear the home black. So it's it's interesting. I think Pikeville might have them covered there, um, but I don't really know because I haven't seen Russellville play. So it's it's always intriguing when East meets West, and you know not none of them know anything about each other except what they've seen on film. And then you get there, and I was like well. <laughs> Right. Now we know,
1: right.
0: um, so it's fun.
1: Yeah, it's been a while since Russellville. They won the title back in 1990, but it's been a while for them.
0: Yeah, it's been a, it's been a while. and Then, you know, they have to deal with Crittenden County, who's generally pretty good out there, and they really haven't done uh, a whole heck of a lot um, in the last several years. But uh, they're ready to go this year. they got Mikey Benton as the coach, I believe, and that's a former U.K. player. Right, um, yeah. All right, so he's he's got him playing.
1: That's good. Well, that should be a good matchup there. Uh, okay, let's go to the two a game. Uh, does that follow the one a game? I assume it does. Okay, and you got LCA here in Lexington, Lexington Christian Academy against Beechwood. Beechwood is obviously a traditional Kentucky uh, high school football power. What does that matchup look like?
0: Uh, it's a repeat of last year's right. game, which overtime was decided. Game, right? Overtime game decided by a blocked extra point. Um, And it was also, Lexington Christian threw a late pick um, in in the fourth quarter. They were driving for what would have been a clinching touchdown. uh, Threw a ball on the flat, and it was returned 59 yards. And Beachwood kicked a game-tying field goal. And then Lexington Christian came down, and they still have the same kicker, Andrew Dobbs. And he had a game-winning field goal as the clock expired. But it hit the upright, and then it hit the crossbar and then it bounced out, and we went to overtime. And I mentioned in my story advancing this one, if it had been kicked on high school goalpost, LCA would be the defending champion. (laughs) But it was kicked on college goalpost, and they're not. Uh, LCA has got a Division I uh, recruit player, uh, Xavier Brown, who's over uh, 1,300 yards this year at least. Um, He's going to Virginia. Uh, Mason Moore is the son of Marty Moore. Uh, UK great linebacker right. um, his son is uh, committed to Miami Ohio he's a great receiver he's played quarterback this year to great effect and they beat Boyle County um, and he's an excellent safety as well um, have a couple more D1 uh, commits on that team LCA has been uh, they have the highest RPI of any team they don't they don't put them all together anymore because it's kind of silly but right. Christian Lexington Pikeville, who's in the finals championship game, in the first game they've beaten Bull County, who's in the championship game in four A. <laughs> wow. yeah. They've beaten Madison Central, who was a state semifinalist. Wow. Um, they have beaten a lot of teams. They've had a tougher schedule than Beachwood. Beachwood brings back the reigning Mister Football and Cameron Hergott. Cameron you know, Hergott is uh, you know they played two more games this year, so he's bettered all his numbers from last year by a lot, except for passing yards. Uh, for earning the Mr. Football award, he earned the coach's Mr. Football, and he shared the AP Mr. Football, which is the longest, the longer running one. It's the one from the mid '80s. Um, uh, he shared it with uh, Frederick Douglas and now Kentucky uh, lineman Jagger Burton, and the uh, the media vote. But uh, Beechwood is got, uh, Cam Hergott is uh, all over the place. He's he runs for over a thousand yards. He's thrown for you know. I think 2,000 yards. Uh, The Beachwood offense is basically Cam Hur got left, Cam Hur got right, Cam Hur got over the top. Um, You know, it's just a lot of Cam. They've got a a pretty good running back, too, and they play really good defense. Um, I thought Lexington Christian was a better team last year. I think they should be the better team this year, but Lexington Christian has a way of keeping other teams in games. They will make big mistakes. Uh, sometimes they're a lot like Frederick Douglass in that respect, so they'll—they're never out of the game, but they never let—they <laughs> never right. put a game away either. They will just let you uh, play. But you know, Beachwood brought back a lot of—we we also have to deal with like fifth-year seniors now, and and repeat classmen because of Senate Bill 128, which allowed a lot of students to do over. That's why we have a reigning Mr. Football playing again because Cam Heard got got to do over his senior year thanks to Senate Bill 128. Well, they have a few people on Beachwood that have done that. Really? And so that makes them a better team. And I, 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 both of these teams have been pointed at this game all season long. This is the 4 o'clock game on Friday, but it ought to be in primetime because these teams are – going. <laughs> it's going to be a show. It was a show last year. It was a great game last year. I expect nothing less this year. It should be a great game. They're both undefeated. Uh, it's like 15-0 and 0. It's, it's wow. cra- or 14-0. It's crazy.
1: Wow. So who do you think has the edge?
0: Uh, I, I think Lexington Christian is a little better. If they, mm-hmm. if they play play clean, Lexington Christian should win. Mm-hmm. Um, but the ball bounces around funny ways in championship games. Right. And, uh, you know, I was wrong last year. <laughs> I can certainly be wrong again. Uh, <laughs> Beachwood, uh, Beachwood is not a team that you can make a mistake against. Mm-hmm. So whoever doesn't make a mistake is going to win this game. Mm-hmm. Or whoever makes the fewest mistakes is going to win this game. Because Beachwood is definitely – you know, they've already proved, you know, they're like 14-time champions or 15-time. They, right. They've won the state title a lot. They know they're – right? Beachwood across their chest means something. Uh, it, it should be a great contest.
1: Okay, now let's go to the – not the 3A game, but the 4A game will be played on Friday night, correct?
0: That's correct. Friday night at 8 o'clock is Boyle County and Johnson Central.
1: Um yeah, the last and, uh, two champions, right? Boyle County won it last year. Johnson Central won it in 2019.
0: And they beat Boyle County to do it. Right. Um, and that was the, the game where, you know, it was the one where I guess a Boyle County administrator kind of slided them at a pep rally. And, you know, and then Boyle County committed five turnovers in that game and lost the game by one point. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Boyle County, again, it is kind of playing like Boyle County. Boyle County beat Frederick Douglas and beat them badly uh, a few weeks ago. It was, it was a eye-opening wow. Boyle County's really playing really well because they beat it, the 5A team who everybody thought was uh, uh, one of the top teams and could could compete in 6A. Um, they people thought that of Douglas before, and then Boyle County came in and just jumped all over them and and, and beat them going away by. Four touchdowns or something like that. But Bull County has a fifth year senior quarterback, Jagger Gillis. He also plays basketball. Uh, they have Cole Lanter, who just accepted a preferred walk on offer at UK, uh, someone he's been waiting for. He'd been offered by Eastern Kentucky for you know scholarship. Um, but he's, he's one of those players that just, he's only 5'11, which is why he's not like a D1 kind of college offer player or big time college offer player. But he's, you know, as his dad says, he's the best player on the field when he <laughs> when he's on the field. And he hmm. typically is. When he played Frederick Douglass, Frederick Douglass had six Division I recruits on the field and a lot of them in the secretary. And Cole Lanner and Jagger Gillis ate them alive. Wow. Uh, they they there was and, and and Lander played defense too and the last play, last uh, play that uh, Douglas had just to kind of get a uh, you know a touchdown to make it respectable, it was Cole Anter on Dane Key. Everybody knows who Dane Key is. He's a big time UK recruit. Right. Cole Anter won the battle for the ball in the air uh, over a kid that's three inches taller than he is. So he right. just plays with a lot of heart. Um, and, and then when you're going to, uh, going against Johnson Central, Johnson Central's all heart. Uh, Johnson Central is uh, they, they lost their coach um, earlier in the season. Their coach got sick. Uh, Jim Matney, who is uh, you know legendary, he was a legend before he passed away. He was one of those people that was just um, you know the way he loved playing for mountain schools. He's from the mountains. He was from Belfry, I think. Um, they uh, you know, they have a sticker on the back of their helmet. They're playing with that, carrying that, because he, they lost him midseason. He, he only coached the one game in Lexington before he, he fell ill. Um, and then they've been playing that way ever since. And they're Johnson Central. They've played really, really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, they run the ball. It, it's, it's not a um, – it's a, it's a run-only attack. If they put the ball on the air, it's just to catch somebody off guard once a game or twice a game. Um, it's run, 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 run. And, uh, you know, they, they have a 1,000-yard rusher in Zach McCourt, a um, bunch of other guys with 500 yards, 400 yards. Uh, they do what they do, and they do it really, really well, and they play good defense. I think Boyle probably – is you know, the more balanced team. Boyle can run it with Sage Dawson. They can run it with Avery Bodner. Uh, they can throw it with Jagger and Jagger runs. Uh, Jagger Gillis um, runs quite a bit as well. So is um, the more balanced offense, the more dangerous multiple ways to, to beat you kind of team. Uh, they sh- should have probably won it two years ago if they just now quit putting the ball on the ground. Uh, if they don't Give Johnson Central the ball; they should win Friday night. But Johnson Central is is playing with a little bit extra. So right. they they were playing with ex- they were playing with a little bit extra two years ago, when they had that chip on their shoulder. So they still have got that chip. Um, but it'll be it'll be another great game.
1: Yeah, as you mentioned, yeah, Boyle County trying to go uh, be defending to win it to be twice back-to-back, back. and then Johnson Central, they were in the championship game in 17, 18, and beat County in 19, they were actually in 15 also, so they are no strangers mm. uh, to this game, so you got a couple of uh, high school state powers playing in the 4A final on Friday night, and we'll talk about Saturday's games after this brief break. Okay, back here with Jared Peck of the Lexington Arrow Leader at Kentucky.com. We're previewing the State High School Athletic Association Football Championships this weekend at Kroger Field. We've talked about the 1A, the 2A, and the 4A games. Saturday starts off with the 3A final. Is that correct, Jared?
0: That's correct. It's Paducah Tillman and Belfry. Both teams are 8-6. and six. Uh, I think uh, Belfry was ranked 14th. Uh, going into the playoffs, and Tone was ranked 15th according to the RPI, uh, and they both uh, <laughs> upset the apple cart. Now, Belfry is a little more understandable because Belfry played a very difficult schedule, but they started that schedule 0 and 5, and they had a forfeit in that too. They were supposed to play LCA, um, but Belfry plays a very difficult schedule and then tends to figure things out along the way. You know, they have a, these states' all time wins leader. Um, Philip Haywood as their head coach. He's won more games than anybody else. He's he's gonna cross in a couple of years. He's gonna have 500 wins um, if he keeps coaching. Uh, they have a fifth-year senior running back, Isaac Dixon, uh, who has crossed a thousand yards for four straight seasons. Uh, they run mostly too, uh, just like Johnson Central. Uh, they run it a lot, and uh, the the pass play is only just to catch you off guard and maybe it goes for a touchdown too. Um, they're playing a Paducah-Tillman team that has got a freshman quarterback and a sophomore running back that are both gone for big numbers. Uh, quarterback Jack James is you know, well over 2,500 yards. He's only 5'7". Five, 5'7 seven, five, seven freshman quarterback back there, beating beating the number one Cal team and beating the number two Glasgow team. And then a sophomore running back who's only 5'5". Five, five. It was over 1,000 yards and 12 or 13 TDs, um, you know, and Tony has been playing the run defense tough. Uh, they they held uh, Glasgow, which was able to run the ball pretty good, 100 below their average. So if they're able to play run defense like they did against Glasgow, uh, they should have some success. This is a coin flip battle to me because Belfry has got um, – a, a lot of just institutional. These, there's some guys back. There's a bunch of guys back for doing doing the the gear uh, over again. Um, they've been there before. They won it two years ago. Isaac Dixon was on that team that won it two years ago. Uh, Tillman is all new though. They're 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 all new. They're young and they're not afraid of anybody. <laughs> so when you go into Louisville and beat Cal, and then you go into Glasgow and you know beat the Scotties. I mean, what are you afraid of, and, and <laughs> who, who do you think who who do you think can beat you? Because you're feeling pretty good about yourself, and uh, I, I do not know what's going to happen against I didn't, I know the last time that uh, Tillman has won three titles, Belfrey won something like fourteen. Uh, Tillman's second title was under the great Alan Cox, who led them to the finals five times. But the only time they won it, they beat Belfry in 1985, and that was the first trip for philip haywood to the state finals wow. now he's been to 13 since but belfry had only been that was only belfry's second state final back in 1985 and they have the same coach Duke tillman has had nine different coaches since 1985 wow. <laughs> and belfry belfry just the one um but uh, so that's that's a fun little piece of history and anytime the blue tornado mascot is uh, up here it's <laughs> the state Finals uh, I just love it you know I, I'm from Western Kentucky and uh, you know my high school was the Oak purple flash and then we had the blue tornado so it, it was the all storm uh, district down there just about <laughs> we had two storms and a dog and
1: <laughs> there you go it,
0: it was just fun time
1: yeah now when uh the last time paducah toman when it wasn't randy Wy one it was randy wyatt the coach
0: yeah randy wyatt was the coach um and, but I, I don't know what happened there it was that was 2009
1: yeah, yeah. Um, so it's and, been a you know, while He's
0: still he's still maybe in track i think okay but he's no longer the, the highest football right. coach
1: right Right, but yeah, it's been a while for them. But as you but uh, uh, as you mentioned, Belfry, they're 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 pretty much a staple uh, in yeah. these in these finals. So uh, uh, it's an interesting matchup there between uh, if, even with Belfry's record, as you said, it's probably not a surprise that they're a total surprise that they're here. But I would say it's probably no. is a surprise that Paducah Tillman is here. So it will be an interesting, yeah. b- very interesting matchup. Okay, let's move now, on. Tillman,
0: Tillman is stunned. People over and over again. Yeah. Belfer, when people when people saw Belfry's record, they knew once they got into their district play that Belfry was going to start figuring things out and blowing people down, and that's what they did.
1: Yeah. Okay, let's move on to the 5A game where we have South Warren against Frederick Douglass. South Warren won it in uh, 2018. Uh, Frederick Douglass lost in the finals in 2019. How does this game shape up?
0: Uh, it should be a great one. Uh, South Warren... Uh, has Caden Beltkamp who is a, a WKU commit, and you know, Mister Football certainly should be a Mister Football candidate. Player District Player of the Year down there. Uh, they have a thousand-yard rusher in Kobe Martin. Um, you know he's got got plenty of targets. Uh, Mason Willingham catches balls for him. Uh, there, Averin Bell catches balls for him. Uh, he's he's got over thirty touchdowns as, and. and over 2,500 yards, Um, and he's got seven TDs rushing, uh, so he he can't be ignored at the goal line. Um, And that team has beaten Bowling Green. They've beaten a North Harden team that's a little down this year. I mean, their schedule is not very impressive, but neither is Frederick Douglass. Frederick Douglass' only tough game has been against Scott County twice. And they, they rolled Scott County. Uh, they had a tough game against Bull County where, you know, they went up against a pedigree championship team, and that team showed them how it was done. They showed, they, they showed them up that day. And they've kind of had, you know, Douglas has had a chip on their shoulder since. And, and then you have a, a Douglas team that has uh, Dane Key, who is the number one receiver, number one recruit in the state now that Gavin Wimsett has left. Um You know, he's got 700 yards receiving and uh, several TDs. You know, he's a big wide receiver that Samuel Cornett throws to. Samuel Cornett recently uh, accepted a preferred walk-on offer from Louisville. So he's going to Louisville, and that's kind of settled him down a little bit. Uh, They run a lot of wide receiver screens to Dane Key and Cameron Gunn, who's another threat who's got almost as many yards as Dane Key does. Uh, they do a kind of running back by committee. They got three guys that they really rely on at running back, and they've all totaled over a thousand yards. But nobody's really gone big. But one of those guys is Ty Bryant, uh, who's a UK commit as a do-over junior. Uh, he's got one more season of high school ball after this year, uh, but he can he can break big gains. T.J. Horton can break big gains. Devon Hart broke a big gain uh, gain uh, last week and their win over Owensboro. Um, when they beat Owensboro last week, Douglas kind of showed me that they had had figured some stuff out because Owensboro was no joke. Even though uh, Owensboro lost, Gavin wins because he left early after three games to go to to Rutgers. Uh, they picked right up. That offense was the number one offense in the state, and Douglas held that offense. And we're talking regardless of class. Douglas held them to an excuse me touchdown with under a minute left. Wow. Uh, shut that. Shut them out. So Douglas doesn't have the the big linemen anymore, like the Jagger Burdens or the, the Walker Parks, but they still play. You know, their head coach was a lineman, mm-hmm. and they still play really good uh, line play. They can still do stuff in the trenches and, and get open. Now Frederick Douglas is not doing the big plays uh, like they used to. They used to like go fifty. You know, they have possession for ten minutes and have you down forty-eight uh, nothing. They can't do that anymore, but they can. They can march it down the field. And, uh, it, you know, given what, you know, I saw South Warren beat Woodford County, I saw Woodford County a couple times, and I was really impressed with them. And I think that South Warren beating Woodford County means that that's, they're just going to have enough for Douglas for, for certain. And that's a coin flip game to me. Uh, I got to pick the home team uh, with Lexington, Douglas, but I think it'll be close, and, and I think South Warren can absolutely win it
1: yeah well another another really good matchup uh sounds like all these games. It doesn't seem like any of these games looks like it might be a lopsided game.
0: Well, that was the thing about with the r p i when they instituted the r p i um that they, they've made better finals mm. matchups the game the finals games have been better since the r p i has gone in now people last week were complaining about how the semifinals games were all trash. Mm. They were almost all blowouts. There were only mm. like a couple of close games there. But it's like, that's not really something you could foresee. There were undefeated teams at that point who just got leveled. And they just weren't ready to play. You know, Middlesbrough was undefeated 13-0, 14-0, coming into Lexington. And they felt really good about themselves. And then they found out that Lexington Christian was was a different kind of team, Mm -hmm. a team that could compete with almost any class. I don't think they can beat Mel or Trinity, but they can beat almost anybody in 5A. And they can beat everybody in 4A. Um, but, you know, the the RPI system has created a circumstance where uh, we used to have the best games would be the semifinal games. And now those top seeds are making it to the finals because they have the path cleared for them starting in the, the, the region championship three weeks ago.
1: Okay. Let's okay. Let's move on to the final game, the six A game, mail against San Xavier, San Xavier. A couple of uh, Louisville teams uh, battling it out on uh, Saturday night. Uh, there no Trinity this year in the finals. Uh, mail won it in two thousand eighteen. You got to go back a ways till San X San X last won it in two thousand nine. Uh, what what happened to Trinity and what what and how is this matchup?
0: Well, Trinity had a Bunch of uh, players who played two years. Like they had a very two years ago they had a very strong junior class that was the heart of their team. And of course, that they all came up and um, <laughs> were seniors last year. So mm-hmm. that was the heart of their team. And they really lost like something like twenty starters. Wow. Uh, so that's what happened to Trinity now. Trinity and Trinity lost a bunch of games at the beginning of the season, and they were one of those teams that were like oh, they're one at one in six or something six weeks into it um but then they're also still trinity those players figured some things out uh and they ran through to the semifinals, um uh and, and gave male you know a little bit of trouble early but then Mill just kind of uh ran over them these two teams played male and saint x earlier this season and it was a male win 28 21 it was close mm-hmm. um now i think everybody's you know, a little of a writer's money is on Mel because Mel has been here three years in a row. Mel has the same quarterback they had last year. Uh, and Nick Shetty, uh, Daniel Sweeney, the running back is over 1300 yards, probably 1400 yards now is a like 20 some touchdowns. Um, Benny Anthony is a big time recruits over 1000 yards and, uh, you know, double digit touchdowns. Um, X. Uh, has a Mr. Football candidate at quarterback, Jack Savore. is over 2,000 yards and uh, nearly 50 TDs. He's over 1,000 yards rushing. He's over 2,000 yards passing. Um, and he's got plenty of targets as well. And uh, you know they they were down something like 21-7 last week against a very good Mass and Central team, and they won that game 31-21. Uh, so they got Hart and. Uh, when it came, Madison Central played pretty well under Mike Holcomb, who won three titles with Brestock County. Mm -hmm. Uh, And they they completely shut, after giving up three touchdowns, they completely shut that Madison Central offense out. And uh, one, you know, had it under control in the fourth quarter. Now, Mel has beat uh, Trinity last week, 48-21, but they've steamrolled everybody else. Uh, the only team they haven't Steve Merle is X. Mm-hmm. So again, this is one of those things where the two teams that should be in the championship game are in the championship game. That's the way it is, pretty much in one A, two A, three A. No, but that's still a, you know even though three A doesn't have like the top two three A teams in it, but what a heck of a matchup that is. Two mm-hmm. eight and six teams and battling out for the state title. That is absolutely fantastic. And then you know, Boyle County Johnson Central, Forey. Like that's that's those are those are the two teams that should be there. Uh, Douglas and South Warren. Those are the two teams that should be there because Boyle, Bowling Green, the defending champ, is down this year, and they have to go through South Warren to get to South Warren, um, or 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 to get anywhere into the playoffs. So, I mean, it lines up as you know. People complain of like we should have fewer classes. Is like we have every matchup we want right now this this is a fantastic on paper this is a fantastic championship week, weekend and why you would want fewer classes uh, and have more teams that are just lined up to get beat by male Trinity and Saint X I don't know <laughs> it's like right. I don't know who wants fewer classes because that's who it would affect it would affect the, the the 5a teams who would be thrown in to be the lambs for for the big Louisville three. Right. And I don't want that. I, I like Class 5A a whole lot. Right. It's fun.
1: Well, the whole weekend should be fun and should be great weather. Looking here at the weather forecast, it's uh, 62 on Friday, 62 and sunny, and 54, partly cloudy on Saturday. So it just shapes up to be a great weekend uh, of football, state high school football championships on Friday and Saturday. Jared, anything else? Uh, am I leaving anything out? Anything else people need to know about what's what's uh, about to happen this weekend?
0: Uh, my previews are out now. The 1A, 2A preview are out now. The 3A preview is probably going to be out, out tomorrow. 4A preview is going to be out tomorrow. Um, the 5A and 6A preview are, are going to be out uh, probably Thursday. Um, and then we're going to have a uh, reporters there for every game. Uh, we've got Cameron Drummond covering our uh, A game, Pikeville and Russellville at noon. Uh, I'll be covering the LCA-Beachwood matchup, Josh Moore, comes down from UK and graces with his presence for Boyle County Johnson central. And then, and then, uh, on Saturday, I'm going to have the first two games. Um, and whenever I cover a game, I do, uh, if there's a big play and I don't have, haven't uh, misplaced my phone or i done something weird, I'll have the highlight immediately on HL preps and you'll get to see all the big plays. And I do post game interviews and highlight packages and, uh, uh it's it's just going to be a great weekend uh, we've been 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 doing this since mid-august and now we're ready to go and got some great weather i paid for the great weather uh, last friday night it was cold last friday night so i'll I'll take 62 and sunny
1: there you go every
0: every day of the week in december
1: So yeah, follow Jared on Twitter at HL Preps. Check out all of his work on Kentucky.com and in the print edition of the Arrow later. We are recording this, by the way, on Tuesday night. So when Jared says tomorrow, he means Wednesday. So if you don't if you are listening to the podcast on Wednesday, he actually means Wednesday. So be sure and check out all of that then. Uh, just 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 park your uh, park it right on Kentucky.com, and you'll just keep refreshing the Kentucky.com page, and you'll eventually find it. And you'll also find plenty of coverage in the print edition of the Herald Leader. And, Jared, I hope you have a great weekend this weekend. It should be some great matchups and some great games.
0: Yeah, I hope everybody's favorite team wins. I'll be covering them regardless.
1: There you go. Thanks, Jared. Thanks a lot for being on the podcast. Thank you. Okay, that'll do it for this edition of the John Clay Podcast. I want to thank my guest, Jared Peck of The Herald Leader and Kentucky.com. As we mentioned, follow Jared on Twitter at HLPreps. Check out all of his coverage this weekend for the uh, KHSAA High School Football Championships at Kroger Field. He'll be tweeting. He'll be writing. He'll be sending out highlight clips, you name it. Jared will be all over it. Also, Cameron Drummond and Josh Moore will be helping Jared out on the coverage. for look, So look for them as well. While I have you on the podcast, I want to remind you, you can get a sports-only Sports Pass digital subscription to Kentucky.com. Go to my Twitter feed. You can follow me on Twitter at John Clay IV. Go to the pinned tweet at the top of the feed. Click there. It'll take you where you need to go to find out all the info. It's $30 for the first year. You get all of our sports coverage on Kentucky.com, $30 for the first year. I want to thank everybody who supports our work at the Herald Leader and Kentucky.com. I want to thank everybody who supports the podcast, which you can follow on Apple, Spotify. Tune in, Stitcher, Google podcast and our heart radio podcast leave us a rating and review we really appreciate that as well like I said you can follow me on Twitter at John clay IV or drop me a email eJ clay at harald leader.com thanks again for Jared Peck be sure and follow all of his work this weekend everybody enjoy the state high school football championship six great games out of Kroger field if you get a chance head on out there to watch some great high school football thanks again for listening to the podcast we'll We'll catch you next time on the John Clay Podcast.